This podcast is brought to you by First Steps NZ. We're about health and well-being for business. Where do business leaders begin when it comes to looking after their mental health? How they understand what the pressure and stress is doing to their body, who to talk to about it, and how they recover, all the while keeping their business going strong. Welcome to the Leadership and Mental Wellbeing Podcast with Michael Barnett and First Steps. Each week bringing you real and in-depth insight into the mental health of New Zealand's business leaders. Hi, I'm Michael Barnett and this is First Steps. With me today is Kirsten Taylor from Sleep Drops. Kirsten, welcome. Hi Michael, thanks for having me. Kirsten, if I look at the top two issues identified by visitors to our First Steps website, they are anxiety and stress. In simple language, what is stress? It's a really good question. Stress is anything that can cause a negative or stimulating response to our body or our mind. It invariably affects our nervous system, our hearts, and our limbs. So stress is a system that our bodies developed many, many years ago to save us from danger. So usually the blood gets liberated to the arms and the legs so that we can run for our lives, kind of like when we're being chased by a, you know, saber-toothed tiger or something like that. But that same kind of fight or flight or survival mechanism can happen if we're overworked or overstressed or other things are impacting us. Often when people are talking about stress, they're talking about cortisol. Talk to me about cortisol and the role that it plays in my body. Okay, cortisol is one of our two main stress hormones, but in small doses it can be really good for us. For example, our eyes start to initiate a process where cortisol is released in the morning to alert us and to waken us up. That's why we wake up when the sun comes up. So cortisol is supposed to be high in the morning and get us up and at them and get us like ready to have our great day and that gives us the energy to go throughout the day and then around three hours after darkness that cortisol starts to drop down and we get ready for sleepiness and cortisol is meant to be low during the night. However, when we're stressed, that cortisol cycle can get out of balance and we can either get low cortisol in the morning because we're kind of burnt out, which means we're not getting the up and atom we need, or we don't have steady cortisol throughout the day and we kind of have energy fluctuations, or for the poor insomniacs that are really stressed, they can get cortisol spikes through the night, say like waking us up at 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, or not necessarily on the hour, but that cortisol is interfering with our melatonin, our sleep hormone. So basically the whole stress system is out of whack. And instead of cortisol being in a nice natural rhythm, high in the morning and low at night, we can flip it or get all sorts of variations. And that is a sign that we are stressed and not doing so good. So the fact that the I get these spikes in cortisol, that's a, a sign to me of stress. And similarly, if I look at not sleeping, and that's a cortisol high or low, but again, um, that's what's impacting my sleep patterns. Stress is the number one reason why people don't sleep well. There's about 10 different reasons that are really common for everybody, but stress is right at the top of that list. And so that is the one that we focus on the most because it is so common. 
And it also gives us a great place to start because if we can balance out that stress and that cortisol, then we can impact positively on sleep. Sleep is a wonderful anti-stress strategy. The thing is that when people are stressed, they're usually overloaded. So they've got too much on their plate, either through family obligations or business stress or you know, all of the things that modern life demands of us, especially as business owners. So invariably, sleep is the thing they sacrifice to try to make room to push everything in. But sleep is the one thing they should be focusing on because it is so powerfully anti-stress. When we're sleeping, our body literally like clears out neuronal junk, Everything we're thinking right now is creating things in our brain. We need to flush that out and clear it out so we can think straight. When we think straight, we can handle stress better. When we sleep well, we refresh all of our ability to process emotional stuff and the load that's coming on us all day. So again, every time we sleep, we're refilling our bucket, making us more resilient. So when we don't sleep, stress is more stressful. So sleep then is the restorative. It takes me back to a... A good base, so when I wake in the morning, I should be at my best. Yeah, you're ready to face, you're ready to take some more punches. You're ready to go out there and fight for your business and, and make the most out of your day. You're also more resilient so that if any challenges come your way, you can handle the jandal. You can face it with grace. You know, as business owners, we get challenged on every angle all the time. And if we haven't slept, then some, sometimes we're not as you know, patient or tolerant as we should be, right? Yep. So how do I get my cortisol levels to a point that I'm able to sleep? Okay. So there's lots of little things that you can do to impact on that. We all love a great cup of coffee, okay? But it does release adrenaline. And that adrenaline is for when we're supposed to be running for our lives. So the fact that we're just in a meeting or facing the, you know, driving in our car or whatever means that all of that adrenaline has to be altered somehow in the body. So then the body releases cortisol, which means we've got even more cortisol in our body. And then that impact, impacts on our blood sugar. So try not to have any caffeine after around 2 o'clock in the afternoon because it takes 9 hours to metabolise. So if you want to be asleep and getting good uninterrupted sleep by 11, you need to not have coffee after two. Second thing is that stressed and busy people who are not sleeping tend to not eat well. So we skip meals, we convince ourselves it's intermittent fasting, but actually we're just skipping breakfast because we're busy or skipping lunch. So making sure we have regular meals, either three or even five smaller meals, so that our blood sugar stays stable, so that then that, otherwise if our blood sugar is unstable, again our body goes back to relying on adrenaline and racing. So stabilising blood sugar. Also recognising the signs of stress and making sure that we're taking a few minutes to stop and have a breather, even just 30 seconds, popping into the bathroom and doing some slow, deep breaths and just taking it down a notch. We're awake for two-thirds of the day, so that's when we have the power to really control how we're breathing, make sure we're slowing down, make sure we're just taking a moment every now and again for ourselves, keeping our blood sugar stable, not having too much coffee, and then, of course, when we come home, not relying on alcohol too much because that keeps the heart rate fast and stops us getting into the deep restorative sleep. 
person, some great advice, and I'm sitting here wondering, am I, are you brave enough to take some of it? Kirsten, thanks for joining us Thank you, today. Michael. Subscribe to make sure you don't miss out on our weekly podcasts and make sure to check out the firststeps.nz website for more tools, blogs and resources. Business leaders, change the things you can.